Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of Spiked, the OTL football podcast. Uh, this is Jack Brittle. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Robert Vona. How's it going, Rob? Oh, you know, just uh, taking it one day at a time. The, the weather's nice. Yeah. Jays are doing the, all right. So. The, weather, the weather has been perhaps a little bit too nice. It's been extremely hot. Uh, well, it was extremely hot for a couple of days over yeah. here and i don't uh, know i'm not really i'm not really one of those guys that complains when it's too okay obviously i don't want yeah, like did 50 you, degrees outside did you see what it was in like bc and like it was insane no it was I like, didn't. what was it oh it was like in the 40s like mid 40s oh yeah okay that's that's a bit much then yeah yeah okay yeah i retract my further my earlier <laughs> statement yeah um yeah, you know, I mean, there's not too much going on in the world of football right now. We're in, uh, you know, we're in, we just started the month of July. Um, but there's a few things to talk about. Um, and, you know, the CFL is starting up in about a month. So um, definitely, you know, some some speculation to, to talk about there. R- Rob's not too big into the CFL, but we're trying to, yeah, we're I'm trying to introduce him. Yeah, exactly. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so I guess we can start off talking about the biggest kind of um, trade news that happened a couple weeks ago in the NFL, which was Julio Jones was traded to the Tennessee Titans. He's traded for uh, – he or sorry, he, he it was – the package was Jones – uh, 2023 sixth round pick and uh, Atlanta receives a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 fourth round pick. So I'll start with you. What is this? What do you think this does for Atlanta? And what do you think it does for Tennessee? I mean, for, for Tennessee, I don't see how, I don't see a way you look at this and you're like, wow, this sucks. This is probably <laughs> yeah. like, one of the best yeah. things to happen to them. They lost Corey Davis earlier in the offseason to the Jets, and they replaced him with the best wide receiver of the past 10 years. So I, I don't see how anybody on that team could be like, wow, what a, what a terrible move. Or like, I don't see any way you could look at this and find something bad about it, to be quite no. honest. Because you, you, you literally, I mean, you lost what? A second round pick and a fourth round pick. Like, that's nothing. For yep. Like that's literally nothing. So for Julio Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like you said, they lost Corey Davis to the jets. Um, yeah. I mean, for Tennessee, like this is huge. Cause you got, I think you got a really, really good wide receiver core now, you know, with, with obviously Julio being the number one and, and AJ Brown uh, being number two. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean the, the AFC, uh, the AFC South is really a wide open division too, right? Like it's, it's... I think, I think with this though, I think Tennessee kind of, I don't want to say takes it with these because honestly, I got a lot of faith in Indy. I liked what they did last yeah. year. I think, I think they can do some damage this year, but it's like, like we said, but like, this is just, this is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we know Houston's not going anywhere. <laughs> uh jackson sean watson still getting charged yeah we have no idea if if he's gonna even be playing or not a clue but even even besides him like you look at the rest of the roster and it's just depleted there's nobody like yeah 
Um, I, I think Jacksonville has a bright future, but I don't think they're going to make any much noise this year. Um, yeah, it, it, it's really, I think it's really just going to be between Indy and um, Tennessee and Tennessee, but, but what about for Atlanta? What do you, what do you think if, if, cause I mean, I don't know if we've talked to Curtis about this, but what, about what he thinks, but um, I, I know heading up to it, we were talking about it. Just, you know, what do you think Atlanta would get in return if they were to trade Julio? And some of the guys were saying like, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised if like they don't get a first in return because it's just the way the NFL works. It seems like, right. Like with Deandre Hopkins, they got a bag of pucks and David Johnson (laughs) for him. So we were saying like, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And sure enough, what did they get a second and a fourth? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think honestly, Atlanta, I've been saying this for a while now, their offense is the least of their worries with or without Julio Jones. That offense yeah. is extremely capable and competent of competing, but the defense, man, like yeah. I said, it to Curtis, like where you can't do anything with that defense. It's really, really, really bad. It's terrible. Because it doesn't matter how many points they scored, they always seem to blow it, right? There was there was a stat last year. I think it was like no team had blown like a double-digit lead in under five minutes of the game. And Atlanta did it like five times yeah. last year. And it was like five in a row. Yeah. Like that's that's insane. hard to do. <laughs> that's hard to yeah, do. Yeah, it's 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 harder to do that that many times than than not do it. Like that- it's insane. I was, yeah, and it was like 50 to 40 games, 40 to 30 games. And it was like, okay, like what you can see the problem here. Like I see yeah. what's, what the problem is. So, like I said, until that defense fixes up there, I feel like it's going to be the same song and dance because mm-hmm. obviously this year they added Kyle Pitts when they drafted him. And I'm assuming he's going to take on the role that maybe, maybe Ridley had last year. And Ridley would obviously move into their number one. Which, I mean, still, that's a fantastic receiving core. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Matt Ryan's still competent. I don't know what's going on with Todd Gurley. I think he's still a free agent. But yeah, still. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think they really need to address uh, the defense either. I mean, I don't, I don't think in this offseason, but probably in the next and, you know, in the dra- in next year's draft. Because um, that's really their big need. And, uh yeah, like you said, it, it just it doesn't matter how good your offense is if your defense is just gonna blow all of your leads every game. Yep. So um but another part of this this trade that is kind of interesting is um, you know, Julio was really adamant about and open to the media about saying he wanted to be traded, and um it just kind of is you know a microcosm of a trend that's going on in the NFL right now where um, you start, you're starting to see players become more vocal about, you know, wanting to leave teams, wanting to be traded. And, you know, the, the front office of, of whatever team they're part of is kind of their, you know, their hand is forced at, at, at letting go. And uh, you know, they really don't have a choice. So do you think that this Julio Jones trade, um, is kind of do you think it means that the league is is gearing more towards being a player oriented league more so than like a you know a, everything's just being run by the GMs I think 
I think a lot of the leagues are starting to gear towards that a little bit more, not really hockey and baseball, but I mean, basketball's the prime example yeah. that players kind of call the shots. It seems like, I mean, like Kevin Durant hopped teams left and right last year, like all big names in basketball just seem to find a new team, like at the snap of their fingers. So yes, I think the NFL is transitioning into that, but not to not to take anything away from the NBA, I really hope the NFL doesn't get to that level where the yeah. NBA is at right now because I'm really not a fan of it. I'm yeah, not I would, saying I that would agree. GMs, yeah, I'm not saying that GMs should be like, oh no, you listen to me and like, yeah, no, I understand. I think there I, should be a balance. Yeah, I get that players want to be vocal and want to have say, but as long as it doesn't get to like, like this, this is what I compare it to. You know, like when you start like a franchise mode on like mm-hmm. Madden or like something like that. And you literally automatically just go to, tra- okay, who can I start trading? Who can I put wherever <laughs> just to make it fun? That's yeah. what I'm comparing it to. And I really hope it's not like that because it's just, it seems so unprofessional to me mm-hmm. just that anybody can pick and choose. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not like huge into the NBA and stuff. Like I keep up with it, but um, I've never really been a fan of, you know, the, the fact that, players are every it seems like almost every couple years they're on a different team and um you know there's a lot of super teams in the nba and i mean that that's just i think because of the way that basketball works as a sport it's much easier to build a you know a super team there but um yeah i just i don't know i think that there i think there could be a balance between um you know the gms uh having control over the players and um you know kind of you know, cause ultimately they're the ones who, who want to build the team and stuff. But I think that if a player is genuinely unhappy with the team and, you know, maybe they're, they're, they're a losing team and um, they're just sick of it. I don't think it's really in the team's best interest to keep them there because I think you're, you're, you're playing the, when you're playing at your best is when you're, you know, you're in a good situation. And um, so I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it is kind of inevitable that the players eventually are going to be uh, going to have more control because I mean, ultimately a lot of these professional athletes are friends. You have guys in the NFL that are, you know, friends with, with, you know, uh, NBA players and, you know, they see what's going on there and, and they kind of want a piece of that action. They're like, well, I, I want to have that same control over my future. So um, I think it is kind of inevitable. I don't think, I don't, I can't see it ever getting to that level of the NBA where it's like the, the players really do, you know, hold the, the most of the bargaining power over the, the, the GMs and owners and stuff. So I don't see it going to that extent, but um, I do think you'll see more and more. I mean, even look at, look at Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. He's, you know, he's unsatisfied with the, with the, with the head office and he wants out. And, you know, I think you'll start to see, you know, if, if the, if the GMs don't comply, some of these players might just end up sitting out, right. Sitting out training camp and, and wait until they get traded. So, but it definitely is an interesting shift because for a long time, the NFL was very, you know, GM focused Yeah, and uh, you're starting to see that break a little bit. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, I think it's pretty good for the league. I think it's going to gauge a lot more interest, but until like, I really don't want to see super teams happen in the NFL. That's no. like the worst possible case scenario. I don't, I, I don't think it could happen though, because Me it's neither. like, yeah. the you know, just the size of the rosters, like you can't, 
it's so much easier to build a yeah. super team in basketball. How do you, you just, how do you assemble 22 guys? Yeah. Hey, everybody, come on over. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree. Everyone's an all pro. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's first ballot. Yeah. Unanimous. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. But uh, moving on, we have another interesting topic to discuss because I know Jack has been uh, looking at this for a while now. And so is the rest of the league. The Patriots QB battle. Who will win this Patriots starting QB job, Mac Jones or Cam Newton? Jack, what do you think? I think, I mean, I, I think certainly um, Bill Belichick, I've, I've heard him say before that, you know, this is Cam's team. Even after Mac Jones is drafted, he's like, you know, we're going to Cam is our starting quarterback. And um, I think he definitely has the edge over, over Mac Jones. I think, I think it's his job to lose. Um and from what I've been hearing about how Cam has looked in training camp, like um, he's he's looked really well. He's he's looked way better than he was at this point last year, and I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, he's one year removed from the the surgery that he had, and he's you know he's had a whole year in the in the in the Patriots and Josh McDaniels system, so he's he's bound to be to to play better than he did last year. Um, so I think he definitely has the edge, but I think if Mac Jones comes into camp, comes into preseason looking really, really good, I think we could see some controversy. Um, but that, that also goes into the other part of, it, of this is if Cam does win the starting QB job, how short of a leash is he on? You know, when you're walking your dog, I don't have a dog, but <laughs> hypothetically yeah. when you're walking your dog there's those types of leashes and they can retract and extend. yeah, yeah i have one of those yeah oh you have one of those okay yeah the lowest possible setting <laughs> on that is how short of a leash like two cam inches is on. two inches give or take is how short of a leash cam yeah. is on they've improved this team tremendously yeah in the offseason they made a ton of moves i'm not saying that like nelson Aguilar is you know the next best thing or no but way better no, than last year. But look at who they had last year, and yeah. you'll take this seven days of the week. Yeah, They also improved their offensive line. They re-signed James White. So I see no reason as to why he should There's no excuses improve. for him. There's no, there's no excuses, no. Yeah. So very short, to put it plain and simple, extremely short leash. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if they start – if they start the season like you know, let's say oh and three or like one and two, I think you could see Mac Jones in there very quickly, for sure. From what I've seen too, or for what I remember, I think Mac Jones has been performing relatively well mm-hmm. up to this point. So it's not like a complete shot in the dark. And, and I think they the, throw him in there. The other thing too is like Alabama prospects are always way more prepared for the NFL than than players from any other program just right. because of the way that Nick Saban coaches and he gets these guys totally ready for, for, you know, the big league. Right. So I think that factors into it as well. Um, so, but if, if Mac Jones does say win the, win the starting job or even comes in later in the year, um, how do you think he would fare compared to some of the other uh, rookie QBs that were drafted this year? To be quite honest, I don't really see a lot of rookie QBs really like taken off this year. Yeah. My obviously the safest and best bet is probably Trevor Lawrence, but you know, with the weapons he has, I mean DJ Chark 
um, you know, Tim Tebow. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not quite sold on it yet. Yeah. But I think if there is one rookie quarterback to do the best, it's probably him or Mac Jones. Yeah. Maybe if they start Trey Lance, I'll, I'll yeah. throw him into the mix too. But I'm not really. You know what? I'll throw Justin Fields in there. Okay, I started off by saying no rookies. Yeah. <laughs> now you're like, now actually, just, well, most yeah, of the whole, the whole, the whole class. Yeah, I mean, I think Justin Fields could, if if he, if I mean, they'd, they'd come on, they'd be really stupid to not start Justin Fields. If he gets over in, I the, think over the red rocket. Oh like, yeah, double oh seven, double oh seven. Yeah, those. No, I, I, yeah. I, I think I think he could play really well. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, if you look at like the weapons, cause ultimately, like ultimately, you, you know, you can play really well, but if you don't have the weapons, it's not going to matter. So I think Trevor Lawrence will play good this year, but I don't think he's going to be amazing just because he doesn't have that many guys that are, right. you know, great surrounding him. And I think you could say the same thing for, um, uh, Zach Wilson. Um, I don't know if Trey Lance is going to get in this year. I think he could, he could, he could make some noise, but I think honestly, if Mac Jones starts, I think he could probably outperform most of the other rookie QBs. I think so. I like I like the weapons around him, and I like the the environment around him to yeah. say the least. So I think he could definitely throw his name into that hat of you know rookie QBs that are gonna perform the most this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, moving on to our next topic, this is probably the. You know, moving moving past the NFL, um, this is probably the biggest thing going on in football, at least, you know, north of the border over here uh, currently, and that is that the CFL is back. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, I'm a big CFL fan, big Tiger Cats fan. So uh, this is really exciting for me. Uh, the league is set to start on August 5th. Um, it's going to be an abbreviated season, um, 14 game schedule, as opposed to the usual 18 games. Um, the great cup is going to be played on December 12th in Hamilton. Uh, so Rob, how pumped do you think Canadians are for the CFL to resume after two years? I think I I'd be, I'd be pretty pumped. Honestly, I know like I'm not, very familiar with the CFL, but you know, if anybody is a big sports fan of a certain league and they haven't played in two years, this 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 huge yeah. is a big deal, right? So, I mean, how how were you? What was your reaction when you heard the CFL wasn't going to take place? Yeah, I mean, I was super disappointed, and I just felt like it was, you know, all the other leagues last year found a way to to do it, even with the pandemic. You know, NHL. NFL, MLB, NBA, they all found a way to, you know, finish their seasons and whatever. Um, You know, it is definitely more difficult for the CFL because um, they are a a gate driven league in, in the fact that they rely heavily on fans in the stands. And I think that um, the only reason that they are playing this year is because they know that eventually they will be able to have fans in, in all the uh, stadiums. Um, so yeah, I was really disappointed last year when, when I heard that they weren't going to play. Um, and I was honestly, this year, we didn't know, like for a couple, for a while there, we're like, are they going to really like, you know, miss two seasons, but they found a way to get it done. And, um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I, and if there's one thing about CFL fans, it's that, you know, they might be a small group, but they are very passionate, uh, especially some of the fan base. I would say, I would say Saskatchewan is probably the biggest fan base or, or sorry, the most, the most loyal fan base. And then probably like Hamilton number two. Um, so you, yeah, this is definitely exciting. If you're a fan of the CFL, this is super, super exciting. I know we have a couple guys on the site who, uh, who are going to be pumping out some, some, some articles about, you know, the CFL and stuff. So we're all super excited. Um, but I had a question for you, Rob, who, if we, if we do get you like into the CFL and, and you start like really learning the game and stuff, who are you going to root for? That's, that's a good question. I was, I was just about to ask you, like, you know, there's, there's so many people from the site and like a group chats and stuff. They're saying like, Oh my God, we got to go watch a game in Hamilton. Yeah. And it's not like everybody's saying we got to go see a watch a CFL game. They're saying we have to go watch a CFL game in Hamilton. What's like the big deal with, with going to watch a game there. I never was really able to like, like what's the difference if I go to Hamilton and if I go to like see the Argos. Uh, there, there's a huge difference. And what I'll say the difference. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not coming <laughs> no, for you. Rob. I know, I know, I'm just, I'm just saying the, the difference is um, think about it. Hamilton that's the only professional sports team they have, right? It's the Tiger Cats and, you know, they got the Bulldogs, which is an OHL team. Yeah, that's it. So when the Tiger Cats play, the, you know, if you ever seen Tim Hortons, uh, Tim Hortons field, it's right in the middle of, of the city and the whole surrounding streets are just, you know, littered with people, uh, you know, painting their driveways in the, in the, in the black and, uh, black and gold. And, you know, people, you know, saying, Oh, you can park here. Uh, you know, people, you know, give, uh, given their, uh, driveways for people to park and stuff like that. It basically, the whole city just transforms into, you know, they're just obsessed with the tiger cats. Um, and then once you get to the game, it's it's nuts for for like for a, a a football game in in Canada. I really don't think there's a better place to be other than I would say Saskatchewan because they're super super crazy about the Rough Riders and it's a similar situation where that's the only pro sports team they have. <clears throat> if you go to a game in Toronto, you'll be lucky if you if you see the 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 stadium like fifty percent full. It, it's just people don't get people don't care about the Argos in Toronto yeah. and I, and I don't blame them because you got the Leafs, you got the Raptors, you got the Blue Jays, even TFC, I would argue is bigger than the Argos. Yeah. And they, they had their run. So yeah, they probably gained some fans, you know, and they both play at the same, uh, yeah, you know, stadium. So um, it, it, it's really night and day. And whenever the, the tie cats play in Toronto, there, I, I'm pretty sure there's always more Thai Cats fans than Argos fans really? there. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, you said the black and gold, and I'm a huge Steelers fan, so I might just have to. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I think that's that's the safest bet. Obviously, I'm a little biased because <laughs> I am a Thai Cats <laughs> fan, but and and I, I mean they are a great team too. Like they they you know they were the, they were in the Grey Cup, the last Grey Cup. They ended up losing, but um. The only thing that I will say, if you're going to become a Ticats fan, they do have the longest drought in the CFL for Grey Cup. So, well, I don't know if you saw this the other day. If you look over yeah. to my shoulder, 
They actually have a Toronto Maple Leafs banner. Yeah. And it actually says every year that they won the Stanley yep. Cup. And I think I literally saw this on Instagram the other day. They officially set the mark. Oh, yeah. I just saw that today. Yeah. Without a Stanley Cup. Yeah. So in, in, in like number of days. Yeah. So they, they beat yeah. uh, the, the Rangers. The Rangers. Yeah. yeah. So I'm used to it. It's no, no big deal. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Yeah, you, just, you you know the pain of I know the of pain. It's a championship it's drought. Don't worry. My team went 11 and 0 last year and then they went <laughs> 1 and 4 and got blown out at home against the division rival. But it's okay. It's good Curtis isn't here to to talk yeah. about the <laughs> He's probably he's probably listening to this right now like yeah. going into hysterics again. If you listen to our <laughs> like, how would you how would you feel? Yeah, if... <laughs> I feel <laughs> I don't know Curtis. How how would I feel? You, you tell me. You tell me. Put yourself in my shoes for a second. Tell me how you would feel if your team was getting slammed in the first quarter at home against a division rival. Let me know. Get back to me on that. Yeah. Brutal. Um, Speaking of Curtis, we got something big to yeah. address here. <laughs> this is. I think this Give is us. the most important topic of the show. I think that we've ever discussed. This is, this is huge. This is yeah. monumental. So... This started off as a harmless little conversation a couple months ago. I was at home and, you know, everybody in Ontario was at a stay-at-home order. And uh, like everybody, I was looking for something to eat because I was, I was hungry. So I go, I open the cupboards, I open the pantry. I see two bags of chips. Okay. So me being the person, I like chips, right? Who doesn't? So I'm thinking, who doesn't like chips? There's, I think it was sour cream and onion. And it was all dressed. I'm a fan of both. And I was like, okay, like, what am I feeling here? What, so what, said, what, what brand were they? <laughs> so it was Ruffles all dressed. And I think it was um, Lay's sour cream and onion. Okay. So me being the person I am, I sent a harmless text, harmless, harmless, <laughs> harmless text into a group chat. Curtis was in this group chat along with some other people. I said, Hey guys, like, you know, what do you think? All dressed or sour cream and onion. And it just took off. It's it just exploded into this like massive, massive debate. Yeah. Huge debate. And just everybody was getting ripped on. And it was just it was, it was war, a war almost. It yeah. was war. It was just wow. I, I really didn't think it was gonna evolve into this, but it did. It even it even made an appearance on the Blue Jays Way podcast, yeah, hosted by our good friends Curtis Martin and Tyler Prosick. It made an appearance. They had like a 10-minute segment just talking about chips. <laughs> Then even evolved into food, so it's it's just it's gone astronomically high ever since I sent that that text. It's, it's like an OTL civil war, basically. It literally is. You could take the Captain America Civil War poster, <laughs> slap over the line sports over Captain America, and you won't be Cur- able to tell Curtis Curtis's face on ca- Captain, America. Captain America. And I don't know who would be Iron Man. I don't know. Would it be me? Maybe you. I don't know. Maybe me. I'll take on a Tony Stark role. Why not? <laughs> So, lo and behold, give me like your top three chips. Okay, so I I would consider myself a bit of a chip connoisseur. Oh, okay. Like I, I the right guy then. Yeah, like I I I eat a lot of chips. Um, so I might I'm I'm gonna hit you with maybe some some more obscure flavors. That okay. maybe maybe you've tried maybe like not like there's there's same like ruffles lays like same brands but you know I like to try some of the different flavors you know okay so my favorite chip flavor of all time 
is uh, Ruffles, not sour cream and onion, but sour cream and bacon. That's a good call. I've had that before. Those it's are not bad. Those are really good. Um, number two, I'd probably have to pick. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Lay's chip. Um, Curtis is probably gonna roast me for this one, but I'm gonna oh. say Lay's original, Lay's classic. See, I'm good with that. I like Lay's yeah. original, and Curtis just thinks that if you like original, you just you're a grandma, you're just a grandma. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know they're classic for a reason. You're doing something right. Yeah. If you can put salt on a potato chip, that was the original potato chip. That was yeah. This none of this would be possible. No. Without Lay's original, and we're still selling Lay's original, so we're they're doing something right. Then number number three. Hmm. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking of maybe including a. Uh, 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 cor- uh tortilla chip in here actually no a corn oh, chip corn chip are doritos are corn chips right or are they tortilla chips for whatever reason i think they're corn chips i think they are yeah yeah okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say what's the original dorito like is it just nacho cheese or something i think zesty cheese or something like something like something, that like the original the, the red doritos yeah bag those are very okay. good. Those are very enjoyable. See, that's 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 respectable. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm cool with all three of those. If you handed me one bag of all three of those chips, I'd be like, okay, yeah, cool, let's do it. Okay, well, let's hear yours. Number one, Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. Mm. Those are some good chips. So I'll say this. I'm not a huge fan of salt and vinegar, but I don't, I don't hate them. Like okay. if there, if there's nothing, like they're probably like one of the last like resorts I'll have, like if there's nothing else, I'll eat them. Yeah. But I'm not the biggest fan. I'll, I have to say that, but I'm not going to okay. hate on you for that choice. Okay. That's, that's, but yeah. Miss Vicky's are Miss v- If I had to choose any yeah. salt and vinegar chip, it would probably be Miss Vicky's. I was just about to say that. I was like, yeah. if there's any salt and vinegar chip, yeah. it has to be Miss Vicky's. Yeah, I agree. Don't even bother. Number two, I really like sour cream and onion. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good mix. Like, it's just, it is. It's pretty, it's got a good taste to it. It's not like spicy. It's not like sour or anything like that. It's just like, it's just good, calm flavor. You know? I agree. If I had to put one as a third. Oh, wait, which which sour cream and onion would you do? Lay's? The brand? Oh, Lay's. Okay. Definitely Lay's. In my opinion, you can't get Ruffles unless it's original or all dressed. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't really. Or, or like I said, sour cream and bacon. Sour cream and bacon. Really, yeah. yeah. Or those exotic flavors. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to put one at number three. I do like all dressed. Yeah, all dressed are very good. All dressed are pretty good. Probably, I don't know. Do hickory sticks count as chips? Because mm. those are see, good. See, I was because I don't know because like I was thinking like, could I include like Cheetos or something? But I don't oh. think that counts. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. You're right. I'll keep I'll keep it out of this. I'll keep it out of the 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 running. If I had to go with number three, probably um. Sweet chili heat Doritos. 
Okay. Yeah, those are very good. Black bag. Yeah, I like I like spicy, so I'll, I'll probably go with with sweet chili heat. Interesting that we neither of us included any barbecue chips. I thought one of us would. Where well, do you stand on on barbecue chips? Barbecue chips, I'm not a big fan of. They're too much like. There's too much barbecue on it sometimes. Well, there, there's different types of barbecue chips because, like, the Lay's ones are, are more, like, kind of sweet. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you get, like, Old Dutch, like, barbecue chips or something like that, they're more, like, actually spicy, which I mm-hmm. prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never really I've really been a fan of barbecue. I think Lay's even has, like, lightly barbecued or something like yeah, that. They have, like, old-fashioned barbecue. Old-fashioned barbecue, yeah. Which I, I think I prefer those to the regular barbecue, but yeah, I'm, what about, not, what I'm about, not a big fan. What about ketchup chips? I think, obviously, the Can- a Canadian classic, but I feel like some people some people don't like ketchup chips. What do you think? I am some people. Okay, okay. I hate ketchup chips, to be quite honest with you. You know what's funny? I used to not like ketchup chips. Like, when I was younger, I didn't like them. But now, like, I ate some recently, and they're actually pretty good. Yeah. I, I was the opposite. I used to just love ketchup chips oh really and now i'm just like i don't wow. want to smell it like it just it's, it's it, no i can't do it if i had to put like the opposite ranking of like as opposed to my top <laughs> the worst three, my three? three ketchup chips would 100 be down there really oh for sure wow. i just can't do it i just can't i don't know and curtis i know he's listening to this because he he even said his favorite is ketchup chips he's like oh, oh how are really? you Canadian and you don't like ketchup chips well curtis <laughs> i don't so i don't know what to tell you I just yeah. I don't know I just do you, just, do, like, you do you like ketchup? I like ketchup. Okay, but I just can't really like see like like just ketchup imagine like chips. a plain chip and you just put ketchup on it like yeah no I like tomatoes I just I can't I don't know that's respectable that. yeah actually have you ever tried President's Choice chips? I've had a few. They do these flavors. Yeah, they have like weird flavors, right? Yeah, I remember I've had like I, I I'm not even kidding you. I think it was like buffalo wings with like blue cheese dressing. I <laughs> really? swear to god, that's what the chip was called. It tasted like a buffalo wing and blue really? cheese dressing. Wow. They even had another one like a hamburger or like a hot dog. I can't remember which one it was, but it's like it tastes like a hot dog. I don't know I how they do try it. some of those. It's not that bad though. Yeah, it's 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 actually pretty good. So if you ever get the chance to yeah. hook up some President's Choice chips, definitely look into that because they got some good stuff. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's we're not sponsored by President's Choice, but uh, if if you're listening, hey, hit me up. Give us a sponsorship. We're open. Um, so yeah, I guess the, I think that that'll just about wrap up our. Uh, fifth episode of spiked um hopefully we don't get too much hate for our uh, chip choices for our chip choices yeah i think we'll get more hate from people in otl than people outside of otl i'm ready for it i'm i can already see curtis typing away on his phone (laughs) oh my god what was that hey man everybody has their own everybody has their own preference yeah everybody's entitled to their own opinion so i don't want to hear it curtis yeah but yeah, now we can talk about some of the stuff that's going on on the site. Yeah, there's no chip. There's no chip stuff going on on the site. There's no chip articles, but maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, maybe we'll we will. Maybe we will. We'll just 
when and when and if we are able to see everybody in person, maybe I'll just walk around with a microphone. Hey, what's your favorite chip? Yeah. What's your favorite chip? What's your favorite chip? And we'll just conduct like a survey. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll throw that into an article or something. That'd be very interesting. That would be interesting. But anyways, now to the serious stuff. Football has got a lot of good stuff going on right now on overline yes. sports. We got CFL previews coming out the entire month of July. Every team. Every team. Every team twice CFL a week. twice a week. Be there Wednesday, Friday. There's a preview. And and we got a feature article from uh Mr. Daniel Federico. He's gonna be talking about his brother, Beauty. He's gonna be talking about his brother, even bigger beauty, Anthony. CFL NFL draft prospect, defensive end at a Queens University. This kid is a beast. It's going places. He's going places. Put it that way. If the if the Pittsburgh Steelers walked up to him right now and said, "Hey, we're giving you a contract," every they'd Steelers fan smart. should be yeah, they'd be very smart, and every Steelers fan should be happy about it. Yeah, because the kids go on places. And yeah, so yeah, other than that, um, definitely. So keep your eyes peeled. Uh, you know, for, on the site for all that stuff. Um, follow us on Instagram at OTL sports CA to get updated about all our articles. Um, I'll put me and Rob's, you know, social, uh, links and everything in the, in the description for this. And, uh, yeah, I think that'll just about do it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening to spiked and, uh, we'll see you next time. Get spiked. (laughs) 